How many of you watched Karate Kid? The new Karate Kid? Did you watch the old Karate Kid? Remember the old Karate Kid? It was wax on, wax off. And what did he do? Every day he had to wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. What are we going to do today, Master? We're going to put some wax on. What are we going to do after that? We're going to take it off. All right? Think about that. Now that's what he was teaching him. He was teaching him boredom. All right? Well, was he not? Wax on, wax off. He was wanting to see how long he could go. See? Huh? Now, how many of you watched Karate Kid 2? Now, Karate Kid 2 was, he did almost the same thing except he used a coat. He had to take his coat off, throw it on the ground, pick it up, put it on, hang it up, pick it up, take it down. And every day, he was like, teach me Kung Fu. And the first lesson was, take your coat off, throw it on the ground, pick it up, put it on, take it off, put it on the wall, hang it up, throw it on the ground, pick it up, put it on. This boy did this every day. Day in and day out. What am I doing today, Master? Did you bring your coat with you? Pick it up, put it down, put it on, take it off, hang it up. The, the motions he went through when he was putting on his coat and taking off his coat was the same motions he was going through when he does his Kung Fu. And he didn't realize that his master was up to something. See, you don't, you don't realize the things we're going through today that we consider mundane and boring and, and monotonous. God's working something out in that. See? And this is the whole point of this. Now, um... So God is up to something. Zacharias, you see, he was burning incense in the temple. And it was his lot by lot, he got that and burnt that incense. But they had been burning incense in the temple for 400 years and nothing happened. God hadn't spoken to a person around. Nobody had heard a prophet, a man of God, 400 years Nothing but silence from God. But God was up to something. And one day when old Zacharias was lighting that incense and he had done all his job, he was supposed to light it up and, and get down and pray. And as he stood up and was getting ready to walk out and leave, he saw an angel of the Lord standing at the right side of the altar. And he began to speak to him about how he was going to have a son named John the Baptist. John, who would be the forerunner of Jesus Christ. See, God's been working on something all along. Ever since Adam and Eve failed and sinned in the garden, Satan thought he had the best of us, but all along God's been working on a new thing. Amen. It's not always like, amen, going across on dry land. It's not always splitting the sea. It's not always the angel coming down and killing all our enemies. Sometimes we just have to go through everyday life and live for God until we die. But God's always been up to something in our life. Now, how did he say it would happen? He said it will spring forth. It will spring forth. 
Now, have you ever wondered where the word spring comes from? We use it as a season. Okay? It's the only word that I know of that has a dual meaning that seems to contradict itself. The word spring can describe something that's happening very slow, and it can describe something that's happening very fast. Amen? Like uh, when we jump or leap, that's called spring, right? That's sudden, a sudden movement. Water that jumps out of the ground is called a spring, right? A bouncy piece of cold metal that when it's under pressure and you push it down and it's got all this elasticity in it, it will spring back to its original shape. That's a spring. But water can also be a season. Or a spring, it can be a season. Plants seem to spring forth suddenly. As spring begins to take shape, I, you know, I'm looking out all through winter and the grass is brown and everything seems to be dead. And it seems like just one morning I get up and the grass is green, there's flowers blooming, there's birds everywhere. It's springtime. See, the Bible says we know that when we start seeing this stuff, we know that spring is near. But spring has been working all along. Even during the winter, the things that was dead, that we thought died, was laying dormant waiting for the time in which they would spring forth and begin to bloom. See, the Bible says this is the way the kingdom of God is. In Mark 4, 26, it says, And he said, Who is the kingdom of God? As if a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise night and day and the seed should spring and grow up, he knoweth not how. Folks, before long, I'm going to plant some corn in the ground. Garden's already out there. I plant that corn, and I can get up every day and go out and look at that thing, and I don't see it. But I know something's going on. I know even though I haven't seen it break forth, I know God's up to something. I know things are taking place in there that I can't see, that's beyond my understanding. But one day I know, if I keep going out looking at one day I'm going to walk out and I'm going to see a blade that springs forth out of the ground. Verse 28 says, For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself. First the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn in the ear. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Now, notice. Immediately he puts in the sickle. But how did the process work? Slowly, in monotony, day in, day out, God is working in your life. And God is changing you every day. See, it is sudden and it is dynamic. 
The word dynamic means like it just explodes. It springs forth. It jumps up. It leaps. It bounces back. See, all these examples is talking about something that jumps up. Think about the day of Pentecost. What were they doing? The Bible says they were to tarry in Jerusalem and wait for the promise. And I imagine every day they waited. Amen. Nothing happened. Do you think some of them might have got up and said, well, ain't nothing going on around here. I'm going to go over here to this other church. I hear they got something going on over there. But all of a sudden, the Bible says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, that is the day of harvest. See? That's what the Pentecost means, the day of harvest. When it had fully come, it said, suddenly there was a sound as of a rushing mighty wind. And fill the room where they were at. And they all began to shout and speak in tongues. Glory to God. They had fire on their head. Amen. Everything sprung forth. It seemed like it happened just like that. But they didn't see the new work that was going on in there. And even while Jesus lay dead in the tomb, God was up to something. Something was working on the inside. And it was going to spring forth. And that rock blowed away. Amen. That stone rolled away and Jesus came out of that tomb. Folks, I'm trying to tell you how do we apply these concepts to our life? We should never see our life as bored and monotonous. It is. But thank God it is. There's people in the world that's got to wake up and look for something to eat and they are afraid they're going to die before the day's out. Their life is full of drama and excitement every moment. It's ups and downs the whole way. Sharp, great increases and great decreases. I'm reading a book of a fellow that was in a, a North Korean death camp. He was born in it, didn't do a thing wrong, but he, they worked him as a child. He saw his own mother hanged and his brother shot. And he's the one that turned them in for trying to escape. All he did was trying to survive. Every day was a test of his will and ability. He had drama in his life every day. The least little thing he did wrong, it could have meant hit the end of his life. He was so excited when he could get something to eat like an old rat or something. He couldn't cook it because the fire would warn the guards and he would be beaten for trying to cook a rat. So he had to eat it raw. Folks, some people's high spot in life is your low point. You don't know how good that God's giving you the blessings of life to be an American and have to get up and not have to worry about where your next meal is going to come from. But it's a boring life to be an American. We have to manufacture our own drama. 
We have to cause crises. That's why people, when something goes wrong in their life, they just fall apart and they've got to get drugs to just get through it. It's because they're manufacturing their own crisis. If they could see that God was working in their life, God was up to something. They wouldn't be depressed. They wouldn't be on drugs. They wouldn't be drama. They wouldn't be fussing and fighting. They would be just praising God throughout the day. We are undergoing change every day and every moment in our life. The Bible says there's a new creation in process. Behold, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be, but when we see him, we shall be as he is. 2 Corinthians 3.18 tells us, But we all, with open face, beholding, as in a glass, the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. We don't see it taking place just like that corn. You don't see it. God was talking about a new work that had been going on from the foundation of the world. But we didn't even know it when Jesus died on the cross. Many people still did not see the new thing that was happening in their life. And they don't see it today. Church is boring, stuffy. Why would I want to go there? 1 Corinthians 15, 52 says... Now, I just told you about that from glory to glory. God's changing us slowly. Right? You're not the same person today you were yesterday. All right? God's changing us slowly from glory to glory as by the Spirit of the Lord. And here in 1 Corinthians 15, 52 says, In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. The new thing. He's casts in his sickle, and he reaps. It is sudden when he reaps it, but the process is slow, mundane, and boring. Folks, a solid Christian isn't always the one that shouts the loudest. It's not always the one that's doing all the noise. It's the one that's always steady there, steady praising, steady coming, steady serving. That's the one that makes it. Psalms 118 tells us how we are to look at each day. Verse 24. This is the day which the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Whether things are going great for you, or whether things are going bad, or whether everything's just totally boring and going along smooth sailing, there is nothing more boring than being on a sailing boat out in the middle of the sea with nothing going on except smooth sailing. But God gives us smooth sailing. Amen. And he's, going, he's working while that's going on. But he's also working in the storm, is he not? And he's working on the mountain. He's working in the valley. God's got something going on. Let's all 